right. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Yeah. It's, um, if you're local, you know this, it's snowing this morning. I love a fresh snowfall. It's like, it's just that. It's fresh. It's like a blank canvas, like a white canvas. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. What's that? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to come shovel your house. You know, um, I, I would love it even more if, uh, if I had a key to my snowblower. Do you guys know that if you don't have a key to your snowblower, it doesn't work? <laughs> this might be really dense of me, but <laughs> I, I went a season without using my snowblower, and, uh, and I, it, I plug it into, it's like an electric start, so I plug it into the wall, and I just press a button. It's be- way better than pulling, I, you know. As I think Natasha told me, she's like, snowblowers are such a life hack. <laughs> I was like, yeah, they are. But anyway, this is pretty silly of me. Uh, I forgot if I needed the key to the snowblower or not. It had been a couple years. And so I, like, load the snowblower into my folks' truck, take it to the snowblower place, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, you definitely need a key for your snowblower. I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> put, put the thing back in, <laughs> in the truck and, and head back. So in case you guys need to know. Why your snowblower is not working, put the key in. So praise God for Amazon and generic keys that they sell nowadays. So, Well, um, <clears throat> you know, what, a, what an awesome year last, last year was. Um, we really felt that the Lord was leading us into pressing into uh, faith and the topic of faith. So that was our theme and that is something that we went after. I've seen it in so many of your lives, just going after trusting God more and just uh, realigning your thinking to his thinking and, uh, and taking him at his word and, and the things that he shares with us. And this year, um, God has shown me that um, yeah, it's just, it's going to be a better year. It's going to be a better year. And when you look at the things with God, like there's just this trajectory of growth and just things getting better. Just things getting better. Even, even though there might be a little setback, whatever, it, it's this, the, the trajectory is still like, it's still up, you know? It's, there's still increase with him. You know, with, with the children of Israel, I mean, there was this excitement that there was to be a better covenant one day, a better relationship with him one day outside of just follow the Ten Commandments, follow the law. You know, there was a, a better high priest one day, and that was to be Jesus, one who would be, you know, the one who faithfully ministers to us and that intercedes for us. And that was the better way, which was Jesus. And I believe that there is a better way for us this year. There is a better, 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 better in the wings. And so I need you to believe that with me. And I'll just say that, you know, <laughs> the, Lord's, the Lord's desiring to do a new thing among us. And I really believe that. And I want you to, to latch on to that. Believe it in your life. Um, Isaiah 42.9 says, Behold, former things have come to pass. And I now declare new things. And before they spring forth, I tell you of them. God's now declaring new things. And I believe that the Lord's declaring new things over your life. Things to be brought new. Things to be restored. A better tomorrow. And 
um, in prayer and just considering what the Lord would have for us as a group this year, um, the Lord showed me very clearly our theme for this year and what he wants us to press into. And he, he wants us to be very, very aware of and that is this theme of hope, okay? So you're going to be hearing that a lot over the course of this year. And so this is a theme that the Lord shared with me. Um, I can't really explain how it came to me uh, other than I saw the word and I saw it being circled. Uh, and it was just in that moment, it was just, okay, that's, and the Spirit just showed me, he's like, that's what it is. That's, that's where we're going this year. And so I share that with you because uh, it's an invitation, this is an invitation. When I say that our theme this year is going to be hope, that doesn't mean that I got together with some of the other teachers, Bob, Stephen, John Drake, and Steve Carter, and, and, and we rallied together and we said, okay, well, like here, let, let's come up with a syllabus of, 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 of what we want to get after and, and what we've you know, studied diligently and you know, what we are prepared to present you know, with a, a series, a 12-month series. That's not the case at all. I'm telling you what I've heard the Lord say, and I'm telling you that it's an invitation for each, for each of us to go after it. So this is not something that I have perfected in my life, but it is something that I know uh, the Lord wants us to do. And whenever he gives us revelation of something, he'll match it equally with the power to carry that revelation out or to have greater understanding of the revelation he's given us. He will back it with his power. So, in other words, when the Lord speaks something, he doesn't say, well, go figure it out on your own. He says, okay, well, I'm, I'm telling you about something, like that verse in Isaiah I just read or spoke. I'm telling you about something new that's going to happen, and before it actually springs forth, I'm telling you about it. So I'm telling you right now what he's saying, and that is that hope is going to be a big-time banner in your life. Something that we're each to go after in our own personal life and in us together. And so you ask what hope is. Hope is one of those words we use a lot, we read a lot, we see a lot. Even in the secular world, you hear that word a lot, especially after the holiday or during the holiday season. It's just hope, 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 hope everywhere. Believe, hope, hope, believe. Now, one of my favorite um, definitions of the word hope is the joyful expectation of good that is to come. The joyful expectation of good that is to come. And I believe that there's some good that is coming our way. I believe that the Lord wants to take whatever circumstance you're going through, and he wants to reveal to you the good that's coming, because it is coming. Hope in and of itself is not something that you necessarily see right now. It's, it's, not, it's not present right here. Um, Romans talks about this. Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, verses 24 and 25, For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Another translation that says that hope that is seen is not hope. <laughs> you, don't, you don't hope for something that you already have that you see. 
In other words, hope sees past the natural limitations of what's present. Hope sees past and sees down the road as to what's going to happen. Let's stay in Romans uh, chapter 15, verses 13. This is um, really a hallmark verse, I feel, for us um, in regards to this theme that, that's before us in this new year. And that is Romans fifteen thirteen. Now may the God of hope, he is the God of hope, the God we have, our Heavenly Father, he is the God of hope. Paul's writing, he says, may he fill you. He's writing to the church at Rome. May this God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. There's a, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, first off, I love this. This is a, 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 essentially, this is Paul's heart to the people at Rome. He's, he's desiring that they would be just filled with peace and joy through their believing so that they would abound in hope. Like that would be the, that's the goal that you just, you're a a people, Paul's saying in Rome, that you just abound with hope. And when you look at the verse, you see what actually activates that hope. What activates that hope is the believing of the people in Rome, the believing of the believers. In other words, what they're thinking about, what they have faith in. What you think about is really going to produce, well, when you have godly thinking or right believing, it will produce hope. Faith is a Hope is a byproduct of faith in this instance. You see what Paul's saying. He's like, you know, in your faith, in your believing, if you're believing the right things, you're going to be experiencing joy and peace from this God of hope. And when you do that, you're going to abound in hope. You're going to abound with this mindset that joyfully, and I'll say peacefully as well, is expecting, is very expectant of good that's to come. You guys with me so far? Keep nodding or do one of these if you're like, or one of these like if you're not there yet. Because this is, this is kind of meaty, but, but we're, gonna, we're, we're working it. I just think it's very... I think it's super profound that the Lord led us into growing in faith last year so that we can grow in hope this year. See, you have to get your believing right first before you have hope. You have to get your believing right, the things that you you have faith in, the things that you allow to come in here and the things that you hold on to. See, we want to be anchored in some things. We want to be anchored in our believing regarding some things. The things what we need to be anchored in, I'm just going to give us a couple very, very simple truths 
I'm a pretty simple guy. I believe the gospel is just actually rather simple. The depth of God word of God's word is just amazingly vast, wide, deep. It just it's it's amazing. But to receive the power of the gospel, it's really just quite simple. And I want to share a couple things that have helped me and some things that I, I, I know that I know that I know that I know that I will say that I have mastered in my heart in regards to understanding that have helped me grow in hope. And I've seen each of us do this as well. And I want to point it out and I want you to have these things anchored in you. And that is first that God is good. God loves you. And there's nothing impossible with God. Nothing's impossible with God. And that through Jesus Christ, you've been given a spirit, a new spirit, that makes you a new man or a new woman, that enables you to do the impossible. These, those things, those truths that I just spoke Those are for you to believe. Those are for me to believe. And those are roots that hope grows from. So when you have a situation or a circumstance, measure it up against those thoughts. Those sets of, that that, that set of belief that God is good, God loves you, there's nothing impossible for God. Nothing impossible. And that through Jesus Christ, I'm a new creation. And now that I behold his spirit, the miraculous is possible through me. So when you have a bad situation or you have a bad circumstance that comes, you can say to yourself, God, I know you're good. God, I know you love me today. I know you love me today. That, that's, that's, that's here today. Your love is, is here today, because that's faith. I'm believing it. It's, it's, a, it's a reality today. I know you love me today. I know you're good today, no matter what the circumstance looks like. I know nothing's impossible for you today, and I know that the spirit of Jesus Christ in me is a victorious spirit, and we're going to win. And Because I believe that today, I know that it's going to be good tomorrow. I know that it's going to be better tomorrow. And whatever's happening, the unfavorable circumstance or the way that you feel might not be favorable, might not be a good feeling, might be difficult, might be a challenge. But rest assured, when you stand firm on those sets of beliefs, this is the right way of believing that Paul's referring to. When you You stand so steadfast in that. You're going to see this hope rise up in you. You're going to be able to have that type of smirk on your face that you know that your character is being developed in this situation. This does not define you. This is not the end. It's going to be good. And you can joyfully endure that hardship. You can joyfully endure that very rough morning that you might have. You can joyfully endure what's going on in the world around you because 
You have a God who loves you. You have a God that cares for you. There's nothing impossible for him. And this is not the end of the story. And you come out victorious. Hope, hope empowers us. It helps you get through the challenging thing. That's why scripture says that it was for the hope that was set before Jesus that he endured the cross. He was able to do something very challenging because he saw the end. It empowered him. It gave him that there's a better tomorrow. There's a better tomorrow. We, Danny and I, we do this with our kids a lot of times when, when there's a movie that's like super intense and, and the kids kind of get freaked out and, you know, they just don't like the bad parts. They get really freaked out. And, and for us, we're like, we pause, okay, like, hey, it's going to be good. Like, don't worry, you know, the, the dragon's not going to get him. Like, it it's, 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 tries to scare the guy, but don't worry, it's going to be good. You know, the puppies don't die. You know, like, <laughs> like it's going to be okay. Like, I've seen the movie. He's like, well, how do you know for sure? I'm like, I've seen the movie. It's good. Like, you know, the puppies aren't going to die. They're going to be good. They're okay. And what I did was I, I showed them the end. I gave them a sneak peek of the end. I said, hey, even though it feels weird right now, and like the music's like really dark and heavy, like, and, and you've got a lot of emotions going on, let me tell you here, I've seen the end. Like, it, it doesn't, it, it's not that big. This scene is going to pass. There's still like an hour and 20 minutes left, you know, like, it's going to pass. It's going to be good. And I, I just know that that's what the Lord's saying over your situation. And, and, and honestly, a lot of the things that are going on in our culture, like, even though the, the music's, like, really dramatic at times and dark and, and where there's a lot of fear that's trying to be um, um, just pressed upon you, like, he's just saying, hey, I've seen the end. It's going to be good. Just... Just, just enjoy it. Enjoy the movie with me. Just, just sit here with me. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. There's just a better tomorrow. He knows the end. That's why we can, no matter what comes, we know the end. We know who is for us. We know who loves us. And even in these challenging times, personally, collectively, whatever it looks like, our country, whatever it looks like, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's just going to be good. Now, the greatest hope we have is Jesus' return, our Lord and Savior's return. That's, that's the hope, you know, that we have as believers today in this very time frame. This day and age... 2000 or 2022, this is, this is the hope we have. The ultimate hope is Jesus Christ's return. This hope is better than the hope that the children of Israel had, which was the hope that the Messiah would one day come the first time. We're living in a time frame where our hope is, is even better. Now, now we get to enjoy the blessings of the Messiah having come and pouring forth the Holy Spirit. Unto man, 
and giving us a relationship with his Father. And now our hope, our joyful expectation of good that is to come is the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And all that happens in the middle of it, we just know that that's the end, you know. And it's going to be good, you know, it's going to be good. And, and not everything is, 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 sometimes things stink, and they, they're tough, they're challenging. But you can still go through it as a child of God, as one who is in his family, who represents the family values, like, hey, look, this is how we talk, this is how we interact with the world as he teaches us these things. Because, yes, we are to look very different than the world. But he says, this is how we're supposed to act. I, remember, I'm, I'm the God of all hope. I'm the God of hope, okay? So in you, people should see what? Hope. Oh. Why, why aren't you getting shaken when I give you this bad news? <laughs> but don't you understand? Like, it's... I remember, I think it was 2012... Um, when uh, I had a really, really good job, and just due to cuts in the system in our department, they're like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta let you go. So they called me into um, my boss's office, set up a special meeting, and he gives me the news. He's like, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to let you go. I, I hate to say it, but I'm just, and he was like broken up with it. Yeah, I had a nice relationship with him. Just broken up with the fact that he had to let me go. This is just what we have to do. And I'm, I'm sitting there, and I was like, kind of, ah! and I'm throwing a fit. No. <laughs> what am I going to tell my wife, man? We've got a one-year-old. No. How could you, man, of all we've been through? No, I just sat there, and I was like, oh. I was like, it's good, man. I, it's, it's all good, man. And I because I could tell he's he's broken up like, you know, I'm so sorry, man. This is just, just the way it is. And I'm like, I'm like, Brian, it's all good, man. It's all good. And he's like, but but really though, like, you know you don't have a job tomorrow. I'm like, I'm good, man. It's good. God, God is my provider. It's gonna be good. It it really is. As much as I love working for you in this in this company, it's like, it's it's good, man. It's all good. It's gonna play out well. I I, I it's all good. Um, and so I go to the car, and he was just, like, floored. Like, how could, like, wonder if that was, does he know he doesn't have a job? No. Um, but I go to the car, and I just remember sitting there praying with God. I'm like, God, I know that you cause all things to work together for the good for those that love you and those that are called to your purpose. And I know that this is not the end. I know that you're just a faithful God. Uh, you know I've got a wife. You know I've got uh, a little girl. And uh, Danny, were you pregnant then with Brody? Yeah, and, okay. Pregnant with Brody, and you know that's a tough that's a tough conversation to go back <laughs> home and tell your wife that hey honey, um, we don't have any money coming in anymore, and uh, but no, just faithfully and and just filled with hope, just knowing that God is God's got it, and so I had the conversation with Danny, and um, yeah, we just knew that God was going to take care of it. it. wasn't the end of the story, and um, it was neat. Just a couple weeks later, they end up calling me and giving me a promotion. Um, but it's just like, you know, in those two weeks, in that moment, I mean, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. How are you going to pay for the house? How are you going to pay for your, your two kids? Um, God always makes it, there's nothing impossible for him. There's nothing impossible for him. Nothing. 
We have to start seeing things through that lens. You know you've had interactions with people who don't have any hope. The opposite of hope is just dread. It's just like, this is a dead-end road, this is the way that it is, and it's never going to change. I can't stand that conversation because it's not the mindset of Christ. It's just not the mindset of God. So in any, con- in, in any situation that you see that there's an impossibility, that you see that there is uh, no light at the end of the tunnel, what you are doing is you are just straight out of alignment with the mindset of Christ and the heart and the will of God. You are out of alignment with the voice of the Father. The world needs us so bad right now. Even, even, even people who are considered believers, they, the world will call them believers, they, they, they confess that Jesus Christ is their Lord, our brothers and sisters in Christ, but they've got salvation. But if they don't have the right believing about their circumstance, they don't have hope, and you see it on them. We are not those people. We're not those people who are going to walk around with no hope. I refuse to let that be the case. In my house, in in my mind, in my vessel, in my body, I refuse to let that be the case. In our home, we refuse refuse to let that be the case. Was it breakfast or dinner the other day? We said, you know what? We're going to declare to be a family of hope, okay? So guys... We got the kids together. We said, look, if there's ever a situation where mom or dad, um, you know, having a tough time or you're having a tough time, let's call it out. Let's say, hey, look, there's a, better, there's, there's a solution to this. There's a better way. If this is going to pass, guys, be a good cheer. Even though you're having a tough morning, it's going to be a better afternoon. You know, that, that news is disappointing. It's okay. I know it's going to turn for the best. Just declare that. Just be anchored in, this is where we're driving the stake down. This is what we're going to believe as a family. This is what I'm going to believe personally. I'm telling you this year, as we just press into this mindset that there's a better day tomorrow, there's a better situation ahead, there's a better outcome that awaits us. When we do that each individually, man, we're going to see a lot change around us. You're going to see a lot change inside here, in between the ears, because you are in a spiritual battle. And again, there will be persecutions. There's going to be some tough things that we all face this year. I'm not saying this just because you believe the right thing. Things are going to be rosy. No, but what happens is you are then filled with this hope, this radiance, that just like this glow that you look different. We can do that by calling things out from a spiritual standpoint. We call, we call out the good in something. In a situation that looks bad, get bad news, this is going to work out for the best. I know it. I don't know how, but I know my God's all over it. He loves me. Nothing's impossible for him. He is definitely a good God. And I got the spirit of his son in me. And if he's given me a son... With him, will he not also graciously give us all things, Scripture says? Will he not? So I can't, I can't look at something and say it's impossible. No longer. No longer. It's going to be good. And that's why we, we can walk around with people who aren't, 
yeah, well, did you see this? And I just can't believe that, you know, this, I mean, people are getting the coronavirus and they're vaccinated. They've got their boost. Yeah, it's like, you know, nah. you know, I think we're being lied to. I think we're being lied to. It's just like, just, hello. Let's focus on, let's keep our focus on him. Because he's the solution. Hope, hope, hope. Nothing's impossible. Nothing is impossible with him. The world needs it, guys. Man, talk about just calling out the unseen. and Like having this, this great wisdom from God through revelation that calls out something that is not seen yet and draws out and says, you know, I believe this, this healing's coming. I believe that, that you're being healed right now. I believe the Lord wants to restore you. I believe that the Lord wants to do this in you, and, and this is happening in you. And I'm not just talking about just like flowery words that he give to people, but standing, standing in the gap where you would be the one that can see through the natural limitation of a situation to what God wants to do and where the Lord Jesus Christ is leading his people and, and pull that down and bring that down for somebody, for even yourself, for your family, for whatever it is, the situation. I mean, this is what, this is, he's the God of all hope. He's been doing this a long time. What he does is he calls out the things that are not there yet. He said that I was to be conformed to the image of his son. You are called to be conformed to the image of his son. He foreknew you. Romans 8, 29. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So that Jesus Christ would be the firstborn among many brethren. We see it all the time when, when, when Paul's writing. Paul got this. He's writing to the church. He's calling people saints, holy ones. Not everybody in Corinth was operating holy. But still, he's like, you know what? You're a holy one. <laughs> this is who you are. This is who you are. Whether you feel like it or acting like it or not, this is who you are. And my son, this is who you are. Calling out the good, the unseen. He's saying, hey, look. I know, I know the end, and this is who you are. This is, when you see him face to face, you're going to be just like him, just like him. So I just see this year, guys, this is a journey. Come with me. Come with me on this journey. This whole year is going to be a year where I want each of us to focus and press in and to just listen. When I say press in, I mean put effort into, be intentional with where you're directing your mind. Be intentional with, 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 with saying, God, what, what do you want to teach me regarding the, 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 the issue of hope, regarding hope itself? Where do I need to have more hope in my life? Where am I lacking hope? Show me show me the good that is to come in this. And that might just be the development of my character in it, 
when I, while I don't see anything. Because rest assured, he is developing you right now. He's not taking days off until you get it. He wants you to patiently wait for it. But in that time, you can have joy. You can have peace because you're right believing. You guys with me on that? Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. Put your hand on your heart. Let's pray. God, you're so good, and we love you. We know that nothing is impossible. I mean, shoot, you raised Jesus Christ from the grave three days later, and you've poured forth into us Holy Spirit, a spirit that is a guarantee for us until that hope comes, until the return of Jesus Christ to take all those with him that belong to him. And so, Father, we thank you that there is no hopeless day, there's no hopeless situation. Thank you, God, for teaching us these things. Thanks for teaching us that circumstances aren't bigger than you, God. No circumstance or situation is bigger than your truth, is bigger than your love. Thank you for teaching us these things, Father. And thank you for power of the Holy Spirit, power of the Holy Spirit that allows us, that ignites just that hope in us, Father. I praise you, Father, and I thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hey, hey I, was, I, was, I was thinking, too, that um, your situation's not that big. Tell yourself that. It's just not that big. No matter what it is, when you, when you see through the lens of eternity, tell yourself, this situation's not that big. That giant's not that big. It's just not that big. Let's do it. Love you guys.